Hello and welcome to episode 12 of One Thing Real Quick. I'm Evan McDonald. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, this is a show about design and creativity. Each week I bring on a creative guest and ask a single question specific to their work. This one question is then the focus of our conversation. Only this week I'm going to do things a little different. There's no interview, no guest. It's kind of me giving myself a bit of a light week. But I'm excited about this episode. I'm going to be sharing a talk that I gave at the International Design Conference of the IDSA in 2017. IDSA stands for Industrial Designers Society of America. The conference was in Atlanta, Georgia, and the theme was Design is Business. Now, I'm not an industrial designer. I do branding and graphic design work. And when this talk was recorded, I was acting as the design director for Freefly Systems. I've mentioned them in the past on uh, on past episodes of this podcast a little bit. Freefly, for those of you who don't know, is a company that makes camera movement technology. It's pretty cool technology and the company is really pretty incredible as well. I'm going to play the audio from this talk that I gave, but first, in the tradition of this podcast, I'm going to pose a question. And I think it's an important one. The question is, who gets to own the label of creative? Think about that. I think about this question a lot. We break up professional people into different categories or sectors or industries. There's business, tech, education, and medicine. Of course, there's the creative industry, there's government, and then on and on and on and on. And we use the term creative industry or creative community, but what do we mean? And is this designation in some way exclusive? Does it exclude others from being able to attach creativity or, or creative to their work, to their, to their title, to the work that they do? I really hope this isn't a hard sell, this idea. And I don't claim to be breaking any new ground here. But seriously, creativity is present in all of those industries that I just mentioned, or at least it should be. Now, in this talk I'm about to play for you, it's all about creative culture and companies and how to foster creativity and how to share it. And if I've done a good job with this talk, then I make a case for applying that label, the label of creativity, of creative, to more than just the quote, creative professionals. My name is Evan McDonald, and you're listening to One Thing Real Quick, a podcast about design and creativity, where each week I ask my guest a single question. This week, I guess I'm the guest. And the question, who gets to own the label of creative? Here we go. Uh, let's invite our fourth rapid fire speaker, Evan from Freefly. Evan. We've been talking about design and business and how they work together and how business depends on design and vice versa, but I want to focus my comments specifically on the businesses themselves, even more specifically, creative companies. Now, we all know who creative companies are because they're the companies that we want to work for as designers. They're the companies that create the products that we want to buy. They amass cult-like followings. And 
I'd like to define a creative company as a place where everyone approaches their job, whatever it is, with creativity in mind. My name is Evan McDonald, and I am a graphic designer. I think I'm the third one today. I don't know why you guys let so many graphic designers in. Um, but my background is in typography, branding and package design, information design, and branded content, content strategy. I started my career working for agencies, and in 2010, I joined the agency Tether, a Seattle-based studio that works with everything from small brands to global brands, everything in between. And here, I learned just a ton about how to build a brand. About three years ago, while I was working at Tether, I got this email. This came from a company that claimed to be at the intersection of art and technology, and the email ended with an invitation that we schedule time to talk, have some coffee, and eat some chocolate cake. <laughs> now, I liked my job at Tether a lot. I was learning a lot, I was very happy there, but I decided to sit down with two of the founders of Freefly Systems. And after we talked, we did a quick walkthrough of the headquarters. And I've gotta tell you, the creative energy that was in that place was completely palpable. Everything was being designed right on the spot. Products were being designed, prototypes were being made, CNC machines, 3D printers, software, apps, firmware. Products were being assembled in the warehouse and then piled up in shipping boxes and shipped out. You could see the whole process. And also there was a team of filmmakers, a small team of filmmakers that were testing the products and and using them to create pretty amazing content. And so I wanted to be a part of this. So I said goodbye to Tether, and I joined on and became the first, uh, or one of the first members of our creative team, helping to take the Freefly brand to the next level. Now in the agency world, I had learned how to build a brand from the outside, but at Freefly, I was tasked to do this from inside the brand. And I was given keys to a tool that I hadn't used at the agencies, and that tool is culture. Now I'm gonna talk about three things that Freefly has done to nurture a creative culture. The first is to share ownership. Freefly started as a heavy lift drone manufacturer, and in 2014, we released the Movi. It's a handheld gimbal for aerial use, handheld use, professional cinema, that sort of thing. And it sent waves to the filmmaking community. And so much so that copycat companies came out with their cheap knockoffs. Well, those knockoffs made for a very competitive landscape. So to overcome that competition, we put our product development team back to work to re-innovate and to make a better movie. But bringing products to market takes time, as all of us unfortunately know, and so, the rest of the company shouldered the creative burden. We owned the need to, to be creative in order to help Freefly succeed. Our customer support team offered over-the-top customer service, which grew the brand and increased brand loyalty among a very vocal customer base. In 2015, we released the Alta, our reboot of the drone that we had originally produced. And in order to promote that product, we created a mountain of content. We created five videos a day for six straight weeks. 
each one highlighting a feature. And then we shared these on social and other places. And our social followings tripled during that six weeks. And our sales saw a big boost as well. We also put our heads together to find ways to increase direct sales, which offer us higher margins. We even invented a new action sport. That's completely real, by the way. We had a lot of people. All right. The thing that everyone is kind of reacting to here is behind me on the screen, I've got a video playing of a guy being pulled by a drone while he is essentially surfing. He's, he's on like a, I think it's a wake surfboard. It's a video that we made while I worked at Freefly Systems and uh, it's called Drone Surfing. It's a really cool video and I'll put a link in the show notes. Then in 2015, or excuse me, not 2000, this last November, we released this. This is the Movi Pro. And it's our version two of the Movi, and it also sent waves to the filmmaking community. And it sent those copycats back to the tracing paper. Movi Pro was a huge success, but not just because of the innovations that we added to the product, and there were a lot of innovations, but because everyone in the company owned the creative burden of helping Freefly thrive. After our strongest year, the owners handed out bonus checks, profit-sharing bonus checks. Now, this sent a very powerful message that this company is all of ours. We share in the successes together. Next, put everything on wheels. I'm going to introduce you to Dave. He is one of the founders of the company, and he's the first engineer at Freefly. And he has a motto, which is to put everything on wheels. He even went through the building and literally pulled the latches out of the doors so that we could move faster through the building. And this idea of optimizing everything can be seen everywhere at Free Flight. And I'll just give you a few examples. We put our communication on wheels by flattening our hierarchy, which gives everyone access to everyone else and removes the friction in our communication. There's no emphasis in job titles, and there's very little emphasis in seniority. Everyone can bring ideas to the table. And it's like what our founder, Tab Fershaw, once told me. He said, I don't care about job titles. I care about who can get it done. We put our ideas on wheels by keeping pitches informal. Instead of spending countless hours, and sometimes nights, like I did at the agency, working on decks, we share screenshots of early stage ideas of well-developed concepts all throughout the company. These things bounce around like ping pong balls. We optimized our workday. We put our workday on wheels by making a no meetings before lunchtime policy. That focus time is more effective than group brainstorming. And so then at the end of the day, each day, we gather as teams to discuss what we've worked on, to discuss what things might be blocking our progress, and that personal focus time has become a sacred time each day. All this optimizing that we have done at Freefly has made it so that everybody can be more creative. Thing three is to expect creativity. Ed Catmull, who is the president of Walt Disney Animation Studios and of Pixar, he believes that everyone has the potential to be creative, whatever form that creativity takes and to encourage such development is a noble thing. But creativity and encouraging creativity, it's not just noble, it's good for the bottom line. And the best way to nurture creativity 
is to expect it. Our customers use our products to do amazing creative things, and they deliver on that promise. So why not let that expectation run both ways? Everyone at FreeFly is a creative professional, not because everyone's a designer, but because everyone approaches their work with creativity in mind. So I've shared a handful of things. Share ownership, put everything on wheels, and expect creativity. And this is a pretty short list. There's more things that we do, and there's a lot more things that you can do to make your organizations more creative and to build and design a creative culture. But really, that comes to creating your own unique version of that. Now, as designers, we have the ability to create great products. And we can create great companies as well if we allow everyone in our organizations to share in the process of designing our creative culture. As a parting thought, I just want to say, when it comes to your recruiting efforts, don't ever forget the virtue of chocolate cake. Thank you. All right, that's it. There's a video of this presentation if you'd like to see the slides that accompanied my talk, including a slide with a giant slice of cake. The link is in the show notes. And if you work for an especially creative company, I'd love to hear about it. You can send your Twitter ads to at OTRQ podcast. Maybe you work for a company that you wish was more creative, had a more creative culture. You know, maybe this episode is a way to start that conversation. Maybe share this episode with the people on your team. I have a good friend, uh, an, an industrial designer, who heard this talk after I left FreeFly, and he asked me, why did you leave FreeFly? It sounded like you really liked your job. And it's true. I did really like my job. The reason I left FreeFly Systems was because I wanted to step out on my own and start my own freelance studio. I'd been at FreeFly for about four years and really loved the work that I did there. FreeFly is a really awesome company. I hope you check them out. I will put a link to their website in the show notes. One of the last projects, or I guess the last project that I worked on at FreeFly Systems was the Movi. It a, it's a small gimbal that's for your phone that stabilizes your iPhone footage. And it's a really, really cool product. And all the products that they make at FreeFly are awesome. And I was really lucky to be able to have worked on that team for four years and the work that I did there is it's really important to me. So check out FreeFly Systems at freeflysystems.com. Once again, links in the show notes. I have some episodes in the works, episodes of One Thing Real Quick that are coming up in the coming weeks. So make sure you're subscribed. You can find this show, One Thing Real Quick, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, and all the podcast places. Find out more about the show at onethingrealquick.com. In fact, I'm really excited. On our website, you can find transcripts of each episode. We've just started putting up these transcripts. <laughs> and as I record this, there's only one online, but in the next few days, I think we'll be fully caught up. So a big thanks to Irene for the help with that effort. One Thing Real Quick is produced by me, Evan McDonald, all the way down in Argentina. I also make the music for the show. John M. Craig helps with editing, and we're starting to give John a little more responsibility. I've asked for help 
with drawing the winner for the giveaway. Back in uh, episode 10, our guest, Niles Gray, gave us an anamorphic lens from Moment. It's like a cinema lens, but for your phone, and it's really cool. It's worth about 150 bucks, and we asked you to tweet and share the show to enter. And uh, John has the big job of drawing the winner, drawing the name. He's in New York, so uh, I've got to um, I've got to give him a call. Yeah. Hey, Evan. Yeah, it's Evan. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. Good. Um, I don't know if you remember. I had asked you to put put together everything to do the drawing for the moment lens giveaway. And that's right, and I'm all over it. And you're Take ready. Care. We got it right here. I'm ready. It's right here in front of me. All right, well, a giant top hat. All the submissions. Let's not keep the people waiting. Okay. All right. Hold on. I'm going through this the hat right now. Hold on. There's a lot of submissions here. I'm going to reach down all the way to the bottom, and I've got one right here. I, I'm impressed that you went as far as to to actually acquire a top hat. That's great. Yeah, I got a top hat, and I wrote down all of the digital submissions. I wrote them on paper, threw them into this hat. I'm going through them now, and I'm going to go down all the way to the bottom. I'm picking out one right now. And all them went, we got, let me just see. I got to put on my glasses. Um, we got uh, Val. She submitted on Twitter, and she's at Valerie and V. Valerie and V. How's that spelled? That's at symbol Valerie V A L. E-R-I-E-A-N-N-V. There you go. All right. Congratulations. That's John, everyone. Thank you, John. Uh, Do you have to return that hat to like a magic shop now, now that we've, now that we're done using it? Or do you think you'll hang on to it? Uh, I'm going to keep it and I'm going to wear it. Thank you for that. I'm charging it back to you, though. I'm going to bill you. I'm sending you a receipt. Okay. Okay. All right, Evan, thank you for the call. And I love, I mean, if you ever have any more drawings, I'm here for you. Okay, thanks, John. All right, thank you. Bye now. (laughs) All right, thanks, John. And congrats to Val. We will reach out to you on Twitter as well so that we can get that sweet, awesome anamorphic lens for your phone into your hands. If you didn't win, keep listening to this podcast. We might do more of these giveaways in future episodes. Of course, we have this this top hat. We've got to get our money out of it. So uh, more info about giveaways can be found at onethingrealquick.com forward slash giveaway. Speaking of giveaways... Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's like a little prize for us here at the show. While you're at it, you can write reviews for all your favorite shows. It's actually a pretty big deal to a podcaster when we see a new review. So send us a little gift. Give away a little love to us here at One Thing Real Quick and to all your favorite shows. Write a review. Thanks for listening. We have a great deal for audiobooks. It's all all the details in the show notes. So check it out. It's pretty awesome. My name is Evan McDonald. This has been another episode of One Thing Real Quick. Until next time. All right. It's the part of the show where the guest tells you what they're reading, although 
because I'm the guest. So what am I reading? I just started. I just picked it up. I actually haven't begun reading yet, but I'm super excited to dig into Let's Go So We Can Get Back, a memoir by Jeff Tweedy. He's the front man for Wilco. So very excited to read this book. That's the that's the one last thing. <laughs>